0: Welcome to Fuel For Today, curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We are confident that this will fuel your faith in the one who gives faith. If you have breath in your lungs, God has a plan for your life. A plan that is far better, bigger, and immensely more than anything you have ever imagined. I remember this conversation like it was yesterday. I was about... 13 years old and somebody significantly older than I was was giving me a ride and I remember I was particularly impressed with this person's car and they were probably twice the the age that I was at that particular moment and I was so impressed with them I was impressed with their car I was impressed with just the way that they carried themselves and I remember saying to this person, "Hey, you know, I love your car. It's awesome. It's great. I'm I'm just I can only dream of having something like this." And this person turned to me and said this. He said, "You know, when you're going to be my age, you're going to have something significantly better and you're going to be significantly more successful than I ever would be." And when this person mentioned this to me, I couldn't even believe what he was saying because I couldn't understand how that could be even possible. But there was something that this person saw in me that I didn't see myself. And so essentially, this person saw a future that didn't really come true yet, but yet he saw something in me before something was done through me. And so today, I want to talk about this concept that God calls you to something long before you become it. And this is exactly what happened when Jesus shared the parable of the sower. This sower was sowing into four different types of places. And what's interesting to note is that the character And the way in which the sower was sowing it, he wasn't being calculated about it. Far too often, you and I in our life, we look at people and we don't admit it to them, but we look at them in terms of their ROI. We look at them in terms of their return on investment. So we become friends with people. We try to attract certain people. We try to be attractive to other people. And very often our selfish end result or our end goal is how can these people benefit me? How can they further my platform? How can they assist me in developing my hopes and my dreams? And it's almost non-existent to see in our day and age people investing in other people in whom they do not see a return on investment on. In fact, All the latest psychology and all of even the latest leadership books tell you one thing. They keep telling you, you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. These leadership books tell you, remove all of the toxic people from your life. Try to surround yourself only with positive people that will bring you up and that won't break you down. And in a way, I sort of agree with all of that, but what makes me wonder if that is really the way that Jesus wanted us to live our life is when I read Mark chapter 4 when Jesus talks about the parable of the sower. And if you've read this parable, you most likely were focused on the type of soil into which the seed fell into. But today, I want to look at it from a different perspective. I don't want to look at the soil into which the seed fell into. I want to look at the way in which the sower was doing his work. So if you look at the text, there's four different types of soil that he was sowing the seed into. And the thing is, he was doing it so lavishly, so extravagantly, and I would say even wastefully. Now, why would he be doing that? The sower was so intent on a harvest to happen that he did not limit his seed to be sowed only in the places in which he thought there would be growth. This is why he sowed into rocky places. This is why he sowed into places where there was thorns. This is why he sowed into places where there was seemingly absolutely no opportunity for growth to happen. And yet he did that extravagantly. He did that lavishly and he did that even wastefully. So when we look at this particular story and we look at the sower, we can automatically say that according to the latest leadership books, according to the latest psychology, according to culture and according to the world in which we live in, he was being a wasteful steward of the resources that were given to him. But is that really the case? I think that in this particular parable, Jesus was trying to teach us a very important lesson. And the story is basically an illustration of a larger truth. And so what I want to say to you is that this farmer or the sower, he was sowing into seemingly unpromising places. He was sowing into places where He might not even get a result, but he wasn't worried about the result. He was worried about doing the work and doing it faithfully. He threw away his calculator. He threw away all of his measurements and he just sowed that seed, trusting that it would fall even on the particular soil that it would grow. And if it it even fell on soil that it would not grow, still God can do something great. And as we know, our God specializes in the business of miracles. And so I want to ask you a question. If somebody came into your life and they did an audit of your life and they looked at your life and they thought, would they say that, are you an extravagant, lavish, generous sower? Or are you somebody who only sows into another person's life? only when you're going to get something out of it, only when you've calculated the return on investment, only when you've balanced the books and you figured out that something is going to come out of this that's going to benefit you. Would you be described in your life as a generous sower? Would you be described as somebody who was the sower in Mark chapter 4 where he sowed generously, lavishly, extravagantly, and even wastefully? Now, there's a reason that he was doing that. He was intent on getting a harvest. He was intent on producing a harvest. And he was so intent on the harvest happening that he sowed into every corner of the field, hoping That good soil would be found somewhere. And I want to tell you this, that most likely in your life, you will experience astounding results despite small beginnings. And far too many of us overestimate what we can accomplish in one day and we underestimate what we can accomplish in a lifetime the work you're doing right now is going to make an impact. Just like the person that gave me a ride in his car almost two decades ago, I still remember that story and I still remember that person looking at me and seeing something in me that I myself have not yet seen. And so the greatness of this particular parable is that when the sower was being so extravagant, The place that that, the seed that fell into good soil, it actually produced an incredible harvest. So I want to tell you, do not despise your small beginnings. Do not be afraid of small beginnings. Do not be afraid of seemingly minuscule and obscure starts that maybe you're experiencing in your family or in your church or in your ministry or in your business or in your career or even in your hopes of trying to influence other people because everything you're doing, if you're intent on the growth to happen, God will make that happen. He wants you to be faithful. So the lesson that I want us to understand today is this, that we must begin to sow seed into unpromising places and human merit is not responsible for the great yield that God will produce through your faithful work. So in your life, begin to be that generous sower who sows extravagantly, lavishly, even wastefully, knowing that your good work that's invested into other people for God's glory will not fall on bad soil, but rather God will grow it in his own opportune time. Thank you for listening to this curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired by this message. Bogdan is personally convinced that whatever fills your mind fuels your life. It is his life goal to help you faithfully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit fuelforlife.tv.